Blog Talk Radio. Go With Angels is more than the title of Mary Brotherton's debut book. It's her wish for you and your loved ones. Join her on her podcast every Friday at 11 a.m. Eastern Time as she talks about angels and messengers from the spirit world. Of course, she'll talk about her book and the inspiration behind it, too. Call 516-418-5651 after 11 on Friday mornings to share your stories about angelic encounters. Well, good morning, everybody. This is uh, September the 29th, and we are here with Karen Eberle, and we also have a caller already on the line waiting for us. Karen, did you have any messages from the angels before we got started? Oh, you know, I. Um, good morning. Good morning, Mary. I am Karen Maynard Eberly. I am an angel intuitive, and... Um, let's see if the if the angels have a message, a group message for us today. How about that? That sounds fabulous. That's wonderful. Actually, have an archangel with us today. Um, Which archangel one? Archangel Gabriel, or Gabrielle, as some uh, call this archangel. Uh-huh. Um, so just so he knows. Um, Angels and archangels aren't really male and female, but they do present themselves to us Mm -hmm. in that way so that it's easier for us to identify with them. Right. And um, Archangel Gabriel's message to everyone listening today and in the future is to um, speak your truth with integrity. So um, not not to be afraid to um, say what's on your mind, but with grace and with, um, you know, acknowledgement that your words may affect other people. But certainly um, speaking your truth will also affect you and help you. And it also helps our connection with the angels and with God as well. So that, I find that's that to what be Archangel true. Gabriel tells everyone today. <laughs> I, I really like that message because it kind of goes in line with what we were saying before the show started about me nearly finishing my third book about angels. And, you know, the, the journey on this has just been so phenomenal. Uh, the first book was easy, hard but easy. It was just stories about things that had happened in my life and my children's lives and, and friends. Uh, different people had told me these amazing stories about how angels intervened. And mostly the stories are, are stories of rescue, saving us from harm's way. Um, and I think that's one of the ways that we identify with our angels. But they're, they come in handy for so many other things, too, not just... Oh, there's a car. Get out of the way. I'm going to save you from that guy or whatever. It, it, they help us on our internal journey so much. And I, I finally wrote the book. And then when I finished that one, the second book was about, it was a book about angels for children, just a fun and colorful introduction so that children and adults that don't, aren't familiar with angels can look for these particular symbols that angels use. 
But then it's like as soon as I finish one book or before I finish it, they're nudging me with another, you've got to do this one next. You've got to do this one. And so this final one is a combination. I guess you could call it a how-to, get in touch with your angels, as well as a journal. There are pages in it to journal. And I I feel every time I finish a rendition of it, I'm on my second draft right now, and I I just feel so blessed because I learn so much. They speak to me as I'm working in the book. And I even talk about that toward the end of the book, about how I'm the book's about uh, it's got introductions to 23 angels and that's an odd number in my mind you know why not a full two dozen why not 25 why not just 20 but 23 and so I meditated on that and I asked him you know can I do some because I've got more angels names that I can include and their answer was no 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 stop now this is when we want you to finish this because too much is too much and you tend to overdo it, Mary. I'm like, okay, you guys know me really well. Mm-hmm. I am so excited for the next book to come out. Oh, it thank you. It sounds so wonderful and, and helpful to us all, especially uh, being able to journal, Um you know, I, when do you have any idea when? When I, uh, my plan, my plan, now my plan can go awry many different ways, because I, last week I I thought I had you know I've got my first draft done I'll get my second draft done, and I'll have this ready you know I'll have it in in the printer. My goal was to have it at the printers this week. Well, the fan on my laptop, which is where I do my writing. Um, died, and the fan is. I, I've, re, I've reordered it. It's going to be coming in today. We're, my husband's really good with this stuff, so he's going to replace it for me. And I said, no problem. I, I don't. It's okay. I'll be fine. I pull out my old trusty twelve-year-old laptop, and I'll start working on that. A lot of problems. <laughs> a lot of. I've had a lot of lessons this past week in letting things go releasing it to the universe and saying your will not mine and and just going right. from there um but i, I trust persevered. the universe pardon me i'm just trusting the universe yes yes and tr- and that that actually came up when i started revising my book some of these issues that i was working with they wanted me to experience them so I could put them in the book. And Wonderful. The, big, the biggest lesson, I think, was about letting it go. And how many of us have heard, oh, just let it go. And you know, even the Frozen song, let it go, let it go, let it go. But how many of us know how to do that? It's hard. Seriously. It's not an easy thing to do. And so I was prompted to finish my book. I went back through my book and I put a little asterisk by every instance of, you know, Archangel XYZ. I, I, right now I can't remember, but, you know, certain angels are, they work with you specifically to release and let go. And 
Mm-hmm. So, you know, if, if you're working with a particular archangel or I, I have some uh, cherubim and I think I have a seraphim in my book as well. Um, but the the point is, you know, these angels tell us to let things go. And then we're looking at the moon going, but how? How do I do that? <laughs> and I thought, well, I can't just say, let it go, let it go, let it go, and not give them an a, something that helped me learn how and I can share that it's a real quick little story one of the volunteers for Be Unique wrote a little article about letting things go and he gave an analogy of taking your garbage out of your house and putting it in the bin to be collected the next morning how often do you go out during the night and check on your garbage seriously I love that. how often and and so that's the whole that changed my life because if i can think of my worries or my anxiety like over this book oh my gosh my computer broke and my second computer i couldn't access my files and and my husband had to do some magic it computer whiz giz stuff and um punched in a few numbers and voila i could access all of my files and all of my files except for my Journey with Angels book. I couldn't find it. I did have it backed up on a thumb drive. Thank goodness. And it wasn't wow. an old backup, so there wasn't a lot that I had uh, to redo. But mm-hmm. um, the main one, I, I didn't have it. The main book, I, did, I just didn't have it. I couldn't find it. And Six months ago, even six weeks ago, I probably would have screamed and railed and cried and had a conniption over it. But then I realized I can't fix anything by doing that. I have to let this go and trust the process. And the process was so sacred to me because as I'm revising and refixing these things that I've already done, I've already done this, I've already done this. Um, I had this feeling of, let it go, Mary. Just put it in the garbage bag, carry the garbage bag out of the trash can outside, and wait for the truck to come pick it up tomorrow morning. You don't have to worry about this anymore. So I stopped you know, trying to control the situation, and I started rereading the book, and I'm like, oh, this is a perfect opportunity to add this. This is the perfect opportunity to add. And I was really... Sometimes when I when I write these books, I mean, I've written a lot of books, and I'll get them out when I get them out. Those are from my mind, my imagination. But these last three books have all been inspired. And when I look at them, I'm like, who wrote this? How did, where did this come from? It, it, it boggles my brain. So really, take the garbage out and walk away. You don't have to go back and check on it. And and today is a perfect day uh, for releasing and letting go because it's a full moon today. So it's traditionally mm-hmm. a time, um, you know, forgiveness, forgiving yourself for, uh-huh. um, you know, holding on to that baggage, holding on to those uh, negative thoughts, right? Because, and we're human, we're not angels, and um, forgiving ourselves because it's okay. But then go ahead and release that, release that baggage. 
what I love about what you said, your your new book, um, is that it's a journal as well. Yeah. And I just think that's bliss. It's so important to journal. I'm actually teaching a class next Saturday, um, and it is a workshop about automatic writing and how to channel the angels through automatic writing. And you need a journal for that. And that's why I was like, when is your journal coming out? Because that would be a perfect companion for the workshop would be, you know, a journal about angels. And then you're, you know, you're learning how to channel them through automatic writing. So I am Mm -hmm. so excited for your book. (laughs) Thank you. Well, the way, the way that I was, you know, I've had a lot of people give me their thoughts on how to do it and what I should do and, um, I thank them for their advice, and then I think the angels are helping me write this, not you. Although sometimes I, I realize the angels use people to give us suggestions, but the way I've written mm-hmm. this has been totally from, you know, I, I write it as I go. It's, there's no, it, it wasn't one of those books where you sit down and write out an outline and you, you know automatically what you're writing. I did research into it. Um, so I learned a, a few more things about the angels, but a lot of it is absolutely intuitive. And so um, when you mentioned the uh, full moon, that made me think of, oh, heavens, I had her name in my head a minute ago. I believe it's it's one of the, the feminine energies. Um, I believe it's Haniel loves to be approached on a full moon. And I mean, you can, you can approach any of these angels and, and all of these angels I've learned have a day that they work with specifically, but that doesn't mean that you have to wait until Saturday or Tuesday or Wednesday to reach out to them. It's just, that's when their energy is a little stronger. And it's been so much fun to work on this book. I'm almost hesitant to stop because then I I won't be learning more stuff. But I know that the time to stop it is now. And um, I've got to get it out. My plan is to get it out in time for um, uh, holiday shopping. But I have three writer's events coming up in November. So I want this book in my hands November 1. Mm -hmm. So that's what I'm working towards. And that's what we I mean, can that, that means I have to too. hustle. And, and also that was another lesson that I learned because I'm thinking, well, I don't think I'm going to have this done in time for the first event because um, of my computer issues. And all of a sudden, one of the angels, uh, or I think it might have been several of them, they kind of gang up on me at times. They were like, um, don't worry about it. It's going to come out at the perfect time. But the plan is to have it out this fall. And um, I wanted to tell everybody who's listening that Karen will be with me in November at MetaFest in Merritt Island. She's going to be doing her readings. And you do uh, some retail sales as well, don't you? Yes, I also I am a jewelry designer. Um, I just design jewelry and especially I call it crystal intention jewelry. So if you have a reading with me, 
Um, I get inspired by the angels to create a specific piece of jewelry for you for either healing, um, a healing intention, or an intention um, that you want to manifest something or change something in your life. Every time you, uh, the jewelry is blessed by the angels. I ask the angels mm-hmm. to bless the jewelry for you, specific um, intention. And then every time you look at that piece of jewelry or a keychain, if you don't wear jewelry, um, it will remind you. And we can set an affirmation. You can every time you look at it, you can remember the affirmation, or you know, just looking at it will remind you of your intention. So it I absolutely love creating does, it. Yeah. And um, I, I know that there are a lot of um, crystals that the angels share uh, an affinity for, but they all, and a lot of it has to do with the frequency of the stone. And, and the frequency, exactly. uh, you know, but um, there are certain crystals that have powers that have been proven scientifically. You know, they, they say oh, that sure. wearing, you know, and, and now I've, I've been learning there are organizations that have created these amazing products. They're very expensive, but like uh, a sleep mask or um a mattress or a pad to go under your mattress or a pillow that's infused with crystals. And they're typically very um, small crystals because my first thought was, oh, that's going to hurt to lie down on those crystals. But they're infused, they're, they're ground up, and they're um, just put into the fabric in such a way that you could be lying on 18 or 19 different crystals at the same time. And It's, it's uh, a it's interesting that we that you know science and spirituality are, are merging, and I do teach a workshop, a few different workshops about crystals. And um, just in case you didn't know, quartz crystals in the center of our Earth is what creates our GMF or geomagnetic field, and this field protects the entire Earth. So, so yeah. quartz crystal is protector <laughs> is a, it has a great energy and if you go lay on a beach somewhere you are laying on millions of tiny quartz crystals that are ground yes. up so collecting that energy when you're laying on the sand quartz crystals actually amplify energy so um, think of like a, a magnifying glass. If you were holding a magnifying glass over some dry grass and the sun was out and it was uh, noon or something and the grass will start to catch on fire, it's that magnifying glass that magnifies the power of the sun's rays. Mm-hmm. Well, quartz crystal does the same type of thing. So um, just think about that when you're holding a, a quartz crystal. Quartz crystals are used in computers and our watches, and you know they're they're an integral part of our lives now. And um, so I'm just you know want to remind everyone, but some a couple of crystals that angels love. One is called angel light, and it's yes. a light blue crystal. And then there's another blue crystal called celestite. That is actually my all-time favorite crystal. That's a sparkly blue crystal. And then there's selenite and um, apophyllite. So there are definitely crystals that angels are attracted to. Yeah. 
And, so. and those those stones and those crystals, um, if you are ever in a crystal shop and you feel yourself being pulled to, to pick up a stone and hold it or walk around with it and look at it, and then all of a sudden you're at the register and you're like, oh, I guess I need to buy this. And that has happened to me so many times. And I don't always Absolutely. know what the stone even is. I just, I feel it. I just, I sense that it has a purpose in my life. And so, you know, I'll, sometimes I'll go home and I'll look up what the stone is. Other times I don't really care. I just want to be near it. And I think it's that way with the angels. You know, we don't need to know that Archangel uh, Sandalphon is called the tall one, but it helps. We don't right, need right. To, to know that, um, I, I think it was uh, Barakiel, he laughs a lot, but it helps us. Mm-hmm. I think they, the, the names that we have given them may not be the names that they go by when they refer to each other, but... You know, Karen, when you and I are in in our physical presence with each other, I'm not going to be going, hey, Karen, come over here. Hey, Karen, look at this. Karen, Karen, Karen. I just go over and I talk to you. I have a conversation. We don't need to identify with the name but we because we know each other. And it's that way with the angels. They know us, and if we allow them to, we know them. And so always knowing their names is not, is not tantamount to a, a relationship with them. But I think it helps. I agree. I feel like uh, that way with the colors of the angels as well. I, I think that it's great that you can identify angels with a certain light or a certain color, but they may appear a different color to you. And you shouldn't negate that or say that it right. wasn't real because some expert out there that is saying an angel is a specific color. The, the angel is going to appear to you in a way. Oh, so sorry. The angel is going to appear to you in a way that uh, you feel comfortable with, that you um, right. feel, you know, that you're you're not afraid or you're not. And and colors also, like you may have a favorite color, so you might recognize that color and, you know, associate that color with something where someone else doesn't really like that color. <laughs> well, not only that, there are, because angels are basically pure love. And and mm-hmm. the, the typical color, you know, the, the stone associated with unconditional love is rose quartz. And the color mm-hmm. of the light ray that we think of in terms of of love is a pink, rosy color. But there are so many angels that may use that. They, it's not exclusive. You can't just say, well, Raphael is blue and um, Michael is turquoise and Haniel is going to be pink. There are so, I found out so many angels use the color pink, but they also have other colors as well. Um, Mm-hmm. It's it just amazing to learn as much as I can about them. But like you said, and, and this was something that I learned in my research, they will appear to you in a way that is meaningful to you. There, there, are, there are actually right. angels that are rather shy, 
and prefer not to be in your face. And then there are angels that are more like, they're, they're like my, um, I don't know, kind of like me. Uh, hey, look over here. Uh, look at me. See me? Uh, you can't miss me. Go, you know, people say, well, which one's Mary? You can't miss her. She's the loud one over there in the corner with the blue hair. And, and there are angels mm-hmm. that are like that. They're standing there like, remember the old show, Mr. Welcome Back, Cotter? And um, oh, well, you're probably too sure. young. But John Travolta was the Vinnie Barbarino, and he'd be in the, in the corner, you know, in the front of the class going, hey, Mr. Cotter, Mr. Cotter, Mr. Cotter with his hand up in the air. Pick me, pick me, pick me. Well, there are angels uh-huh. that are like that. And then there are other angels that are much quieter, and they would prefer to just work behind the scenes with you. So true, so true. It, it's so interesting, and, um, you know, that you mentioned that they are pure love, and, and that's so true as well. Uh, they don't judge us. They don't, um, you know, make assumptions. They're pure love and um, pure extensions of God. Yes. And, you know, they're each on a, a they have a personal mission to fulfill, or several and then they just kind of fit us in along with their missions on earth. And that blows my mind, but as a multitasker, I can I can relate to that. It's just such a, a wonderful um to to learn as much as you can about um the angels and and that they are also here, you know, um especially our guardian angels to help us and guide us and and protect us. Yes, absolutely. And what I I found totally amazing years ago, um, our guardian angels choose us before we're ever born. And I just just love that they do that. Um, My guardian angel's name is Harriet. And when she told me that, I was like, are you serious, Harriet? She said, don't judge me. (laughs) It was just a name she... It was a name she chose. She thought it was kind of cool. And and I was like, because I tend to argue with them. I don't mean to be argumentative, but I, I question. I'm very curious, so I question a lot of stuff. And they've gotten used to me, and I've gotten used to them, and they're just as, they can be as sarcastic as I can be. And, and But yeah, that's because, not- well, that's because that was the way I was taught as a child to express yourself. So they, they, they kind of speak to me in my own language. Exactly. Exactly. So it's the, you know, in following the color, uh, you know, they'll come to you in a form or in a color. And they'll also, you know, like you were talking about, like uh, auditorily, they will uh, relate to you in any way that you are more comfortable. So if you are a funny and sarcastic person, your angels are going to relate to you in that way manner. If you are a very serious person, a very solemn person, your angels will probably relate to you in that manner. Absolutely. That's the most comfortable to you. It's so fascinating. I love it. So, Karen, would you like to take some callers? We have three on hold. They've been waiting patiently. Absolutely. Absolutely. Okay. Our first one, I got to actually talk to her briefly before the show. Her name is Miranda, and she's from Florida. Oh, 
Hi, Miranda. Hi, thank you for taking my call, and hello to your guest, Karen. Hello, Miranda. Blessings to you today. How are you? I'm doing fine, thank you. I'd love a reading. Um, oh. Whatever, whatever I need to know. Uh, so, uh, I'm sorry. I so whatever you need to know. How about we do a uh, strength heart challenge meeting from your angels? Sure. All right. <clears throat> Miranda, have you ever had an angel reading before? Yes, I have. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, asking your angels, you have an archangel around you today. Oh, you have two archangels around you today. All right, so let's start with a strength of yours. Now, <clears throat> your guardian angel is bringing to my attention that a strength of yours is that you are able to um, keep your composure. Things around you may be going haywire at times, and um, you are able to, you know, kind of step into this energy of um, a, a zen-like um, and in that way, you refrain from just reacting. You kind of are able to step back and say, okay, let me assess this situation before I, you know, go off and, and just react. Um, you're, you're able to kind of just, you know, and, and, and what they're telling me right now, too, a strength of yours, is you may be on the inside kind of, panicking a little bit when some things occur that are out of your control. But on the outside, um, people see you as very calm. Is that Does that resonate with you? Uh, yeah, I guess so, yes. Mm-hmm. Okay, fantastic. So your guardian angel wanted to bring that to your attention, um, let you know that they are proud of you for, you know, being able to kind of handle yourself in that way. Now, something that is deep in your heart, um, something that is deep in your heart and your soul is that you really would like to increase and expand your spiritual gifts. Um, You are naturally intuitive, and um, you have an archangel that is attracted to you right now, and if you'd like to call upon this archangel to help you in developing and honing your intuitive gifts and your spiritual gifts, this archangel is Raziel. Um, Raziel's name means the secrets of God. And you can ask Archangel Raziel to help you uncover these secrets, uncover secrets um, about yourself and your own intuitive abilities. Now, um, a challenge for you, though, at this time may be um, connecting to source or staying connected to source. Or um, sometimes when we have fears or doubts in our life, um, we are distracted by them, and these distractions kind of interrupts our direct connection to source, to God, to the universe. Um, But 
uh, and it also affects our manifesting abilities because we alone do not manifest in our world. We co-create with God. We co-create all the miracles and manifestations, and it's important to recognize that, that, you know, we are not doing it alone. We are doing it in uh, concert with the spirit world. So did you have any questions about Archangel Raziel or any of the messages that they have brought to your attention today? Uh, no, thank you. Oh, no, you don't have any questions? Okay, you're very welcome. Okay, thank you. Thank you for calling, Miranda. Bye. Hey. All right, bye-bye. Okay, we have another caller. I didn't get a chance to find out who this was before this show, so I'm going to ask now. What's your name? Hi, my name is Vivian. Vivian, thank you for calling. Where are you calling from? Monterey, California. Okay. Excellent. Thank you. Thank you. Hi, Vivian. Hi. So nice to meet you. So nice Vivian, to meet you. Do you have you. any Thank you questions? Thank you so much, Karen. Now, did you say that you uh, connect with the angels through color also? That Because you're talking about dissociation, so sometimes when you see the colors, do you think of the angels or do you connect that way? Yes, absolutely. There are so many ways to connect with your angels. Um, and they do appear to me and certain other people in colored or colored lights or columns of colored light. Um, but what we did talk about was that we don't necessarily have to um, be very rigid or strict in saying this particular angel is only a gold color because the, the angel may appear to you in a different color. Oh, okay. Very nice. Very nice. Yes, I like that. It's like the language of the sense? universe. Yeah, it's like the language of the universe. It certainly is. It certainly is. And, um, you know, some people say that Archangel Uriel is uh, a red color, and some people see Archangel Uriel as a golden color, but other people may see Archangel Uriel as a humanoid form or human form. So we don't want to box anything in. We want to um, allow everyone on this planet to experience angels in a way that is special and unique to them. Would you like a reading, Vivian? I, I, I would, Karen. I would very much like a reading. So is, do you have a, a specific question or just something that the angels want to bring to your attention? Would you like uh, the... Y- um, yes, whatever the angels would like to bring to my attention. Okay, because I can do the same. I can do your uh, strength, heart, and challenge. Let's see what they say here. Thank you so much, Vivian, for believing in angels and calling in today. Oh, I love angels. And they love you, too. 
<laughs> Thank you. Okay, so you also have an archangel around you today. Um, but I'm going to start off with what your guardian angel wants to bring your attention to is your strength. And the strength of yours is embracing change. A lot of human beings, almost all human beings, <laughs> have they want to change. But then when it's time to change, we fear it. We, we, it's uncomfortable. So we don't want to feel uncomfortable with change. Um, your guardian angel wants to bring to your attention that although you may feel the um, the agita, you know, the uncomfortableness of, of change, you also are a person who embraces change or actively seeks change. Does that resonate with you? That's absolutely true. I seek it and I embrace it. Yeah, because I always say there's nothing in my life that's so good that it can't be better. So, oh, and I have goosebumps all over my body. So your guardian angel is kind of giving me this also another proud feeling, like, oh, thank you for, you know, for being this way. Um, Now, something that is deep in your heart, you have an archangel to help you with this. This archangel's name is Jeremiah, and his name means the mercy of God. And this archangel is helping us understand the process of forgiveness. So um, does that make any sense to you? Yes, it does. Something about yourself or someone in your life, whether present or in the past, that is needing your attention and forgiveness. So it could be something that you have guilt or trouble with of yourself, but it could also be someone else. Um, So I'm going to give you a little prayer that's on the bottom of the card. Um, And these are uh, my teacher and mentor, Kyle Gray's cards. And it says, Thank you, Jeremiah, for helping me understand the process of forgiveness. Now, just by saying that little prayer, Vivian, you'll be inviting that archangel into your life and helping you deal with, with those emotions. Um, But I do have to say that you are uh, experiencing or you will be experiencing a challenge with contentment and um, just kind of letting go to experience just pure joy. Um, So sometimes when we are evolving through the process of forgiveness, um, we are focused possibly on that. Or, it, you know, forgiveness is a heavy, that's a heavy emotion. It's a heavy feeling. Um, it's important, though, to not have that be all-consuming. We need balance in our lives. And to balance working through that with experiencing joy, finding joy in the little things in life, seeing a butterfly, hearing a child's laughter, Um, you know, just being out, taking a walk in nature and absorbing those wonderful vibes from being out in nature is going to help you 
with that challenge of experiencing that contentment and that happiness. Does this resonate with you? Yes, it, yes, it does, and I uh, indulge myself in nature uh, daily and sometimes for hours and just enjoy the whatever presents itself in nature, you know, the ocean, the uh, um, the sand, the birds, the clouds, um, just, the, you know, the wind, uh, you know, like that. And, yes, uh, I do, um, you know, whatever animals might show up, I do embrace nature. And, yet I think the reason that – one of the reasons that forgiveness is um, so heavy is because uh, it brings up what needs to be forgiven, and that tends to be heavy. Exactly. Exactly, and I, I do feel a little heaviness around you. Yeah. Um, yeah. And I'm so happy that you are embracing nature because it is so healing, and the, nat- and the angels often, you know, give, they, when I'm doing readings, they're always giving homework <laughs> to the clients, and that is often uh, one of the, you know, things. So that you already do that is just amazing. And for you to continue to do that because that is helping to that is helping you. It's helping to alleviate some of that that heaviness. Um, did you have any questions about the archangel or any of um, you know anything that came through for you today? No, thank you for identifying um, Archangel uh, Jeremiah for me. And um, is that the challenge, the forgiveness, the challenge part of it? Um, that is exactly, that's part of it. And then, you know, balancing that, being able to, um, you know, deal with the, the heaviness of the forgiveness or and what you're forgiving, right? But also, you know, finding that joy and contentment. Also, um, you know, bringing some levity to the situation as well or to those feelings that you're having. Um, you know, if you are um, feeling drained or overwhelmed right now, Um, I also have a feeling that you are are intuitive, right? That you, um, in your own right, have intuitivity. So that's that's what I'm, you know, feeling about you right now. Um, And that you may be feeling, having a challenge with joy and contentment because you're absorbing um, other people's emotion. Um, so this is not the card. This is just them directly um, influencing me to give you this message um, to kind of uh, being in the forest helps wash away others' energies, but you can also call in the white light from heaven, and you can do that every morning and every night and just you know visualize a white light coming down from heaven and swirling around you and protect, like putting you, yourself in a protective bubble of white light. Um, you can also ask Archangel Metatron. He's really good at keeping you grounded and clearing your energy. So, you know, first thing in the morning before you get out of bed, thank you, Archangel Metatron, for clearing my vibes and for clearing the energy within and around me and my aura is what I say. And you might find that helpful as well. Thank you so much, Karen. Thank, thank you. You're delight. You are so very welcome. I am sending you 
prayers and blessings today. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Blessings Thanks to you. Thank you. And Karen will be here the third Friday of most, some months she can't do it that Friday. She's always going to pick a Friday that's convenient for her, but it's typically the third Friday of the month. And she'll be here to do this again. And um, also I wanted to just poke in here that if you want to follow Karen online on Instagram or on Facebook, um, Look for The Universe's Edge or Our Sacred Journey. And um, she has a, a website called The Universe's Edge as well. And you can find out all kinds of fun stuff. So we have one more caller. I'm going to see who this is. Um, there's no caller ID, so I can't compare to my last time. Hello there. Hi, I'm calling from... Skype and uh, I talked to you before in another uh, show and uh, I love your blue hair. It's, it looks really believe the blue hair. The blue hair, the blue hair. Oh, thank you, Melissa. Oh, thank you, Melissa. Yeah, it looks, it looks pretty, pretty, pretty picture. Um, thank you. Well, you were you always said at the beginning and even the last lady. Uh, I kind of had the same question, a little bit like whoever was going to answer. Um, and I have another question that I do have a question to ask you. Like, um, you know, we get a lot of people in our lives, and, and some of us, some people, like our mother or father, are, you know, we really always try to always forgive and uh, try to be a good uh, daughter or son. For me, try to be a good daughter. Of course, my mom's in heaven now. Um, but uh, and uh, even like for we see a customer in a store somewhere, just try. Oh, I always try to be polite and, and always think positive. And so my question is, on give you the information about myself. Uh, what I'm thinking, we are saying that it's beautiful, and and I do apply that because they they're real and they're beautiful angels, and. We're feeling sad or we need comfort, you know, we we can really tune in and we have that ability. So my question is, have I have I been able to already uh, give some peace and harmony to one of a good friend of mine? Um, I know I said quite a bit because I did kind of clear out with, like, writing some thoughts, but none of them were, none of them was ugly. It was, it was a conversation. So I really have nothing more to say about that um, on the subject, but just wanted to ask if if you y'all pretty much if y'all sense that he that he my, my good friend uh, is and like he's already like peace with peace he understands there there's no more negative emotion or he's still healing or I have to be a little bit more patient. Thank you so much. Hi, what is your first name? I'm Melissa, ma'am. How are you doing? Hi, Melissa. I'm Karen. How are you? Okay, so... I'm doing um, show. Okay, wonderful. Um, so this person, you've known this person for, you know, since childhood or for a long time. Is that correct? I know him for almost three years now. 
Three years. Okay. So, what the um, your guardian angel is saying today? Um, number one, your guardian angel really wants to acknowledge your. Soul. Your guardian angel wants to acknowledge your gentle, nurturing soul, and that a special connection to. Um, to Mother Mary, to the Divine Mother, to Divine Feminine Energy, which is, um, you know, that caretaker, nurturer, that unconditional love. And um, so just um, just you have that um, energy around you, you attract angels. Now, um, the... Uh, regarding your question, um, your guardian angel, did you know that your guardian angel can talk to the guardian angel of your friend? So what I'm getting for you is that you can ask your own guardian angel to talk to the guardian angel of your friend and give help to your friend in that way. I don't know if you've ever thought about that, but that's what they're putting in my head for you to try and see how that works out for you because basically what I'm getting for you and your friend is that uh, your your dreams can become reality. Your your wishes like your wishes can come true, your dreams can become your reality. So whatever you set your intentions on, you can manifest for you or your friend. Um, but what they're bringing to my attention as well is that um, is that there's actions that are um, getting in the way of you hearing and getting and not just hearing, but like but getting these signs and symbols and messages, and they're kind of like breadcrumbs for you to follow. Um, in the direction that would be the best for you and your friends. So, um, you know, you're, you it, it could be distractions. It could be that you are discontent or you're bored and you're kind of lost in your own world. You know how we are with our cell phones nowadays. We're like scrolling, scrolling, scrolling. And before we know it, an hour has gone by. <laughs> I don't know about you, but that happens to me. And I'm like, oh, my gosh, I'm, you know, not in the moment right now. And I, I might be missing, um, you know, signs or, or symbols. And make sure that you look for those things like feathers or dimes or pennies. Um, and when you – what people forget to realize as well is when you do find a feather or you see a dime in a weird place – you need to recognize what are you thinking at that time, you know, because we get so excited, oh, we've got a message from an angel, but then we forget what we were thinking about at the time, so we don't know exactly what message they're trying to convey to us. So, um, you know, what they want to tell you, um, number one, is there's such a thing as divine timing. So... um, we, our time on this earthly plane is not the same, and Mary mentioned that earlier today in the podcast. Mm-hmm. It's not the same timing as our time. Their time is different. But then there's also divine timing where angels 
can see things from a higher perspective, and they can conspire in a way to help human beings, and a certain way to help us is they know a good time for something to happen. We may think we want something right now, right away, and the angels know that if we wait for a specific time, that is the perfect time, that we'll, we'll, um, you know, they can give it to us right now, but then it may not last or it may not work out the way that it really would be beneficial for us. If we wait for divine timing, that's the best way to do it and have the patience so that things will work out in our um, best interest for the highest good for ourselves and for all. Um, so does any of that resonate with you? Uh, yes, ma'am. Um, yes, you're right, you're right about that. Um, uh, and, yes, sometimes you do, you do have to ask the divine source because they can kind of give you a hand because we, we don't live a thousand years or a hunt, or hundred we're pushing it. So I, I, exactly. I think there's some... There's some way to, to ask. I, what I've learned is I'll ask about the season. Maybe my angel will give me a message about a season in particular, because, like, when, like, but, but right now, we're, I think uh, we're, we're, we're just going, we're getting, and I think, I think it cleared, and right now just, uh, uh, steps, I don't know how to say it. It's like a, it's like a heaven word. Uh, don't think anymore because it's 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 clear. Uh, I wish peace and protection. That's what I'm thinking right now. But it's beautiful what you said. You bond yeah. into reality. Wow. Yes, and you and should. make sure that you know talk to your own guardian angel if you're concerned about a friend or a loved one. That your your own guardian angel can you know, speak to their guardian angel. Now, regarding your, um, you may have a little bit of angst and, and feel like you need protection. Uh, you do have your guardian angel very strongly by your side um, protecting you right now. They just gave me goosebumps all over my body to validate that. But your angel also is asking you to um, try and get together with your friends and just kind of relax and have fun. You know, do you have anything to celebrate? Do you have, um, you know, just oh, just yeah. a fun? Because that is going to help alleviate some of your worries and some of your fears that you have deep inside. So you heard about that? Yes, can yes, I ask you a quick thing? Yesterday, uh, I I was uh, taken to this area where it's pretty uh, d- dangerous, high high in crime, and. I know, I know the area, and I, I didn't. I wanted to press reach because I have this. I do this job eight hours a week, only eight hours, and it, it brought it to me. And I said, okay, well, it was twelve at night, and I said, okay, Michael, I seen you. Maybe I'm supposed to go over there to bring the light. And I swear to you, when I was when I drove over there, when I went to the area, the the man. I don't want no judge, but uh, yes, the the area, and he was lied to me and the lady said be careful and I was and they that street's been on that street has been on the news and when I was there I felt this heavy energy just moving through there like a light I wow. I think I was meant to be there I just want to share with y'all that because y'all 
y'all people that help people with the good. And I want to share that with. I don't. I know you got to go. Yeah. Oh, no, that's you that, that you shared that with us. That was definitely yeah, your guardian. Oh, absolutely. That was wonderful, Melissa. It was pretty intense. I'm not kidding, but at that time I, I keep thinking of Michael, and I felt my heart all around my, around my heart, my face really, really hot, and I was feeling the energy moving as I was driving through there. I think I was meant to be there, like like y'all said. And just come in disguise, and, and sometimes we go through missions, and I think I will have one last night, and I want to share with you because y'all have a mission here with the radio helping us like me. Thank you. Thank you. You're welcome. You are so welcome, and you are blessed. You are certainly blessed, my dear. Thank you. You are so well, I'm welcome. Gl- I'm glad you called back, Melissa. Um I think that brings us to the end of our show, unless you've got something else to add, Karen. No, just that I am, uh, if you're in the South Florida area, I am doing private readings at a little crystal shop called the Jamar Enlightenment Center on Thursdays from 3 to 7. I am teaching that automatic reading with the Archangels on October 7th at the same shop. And we are so excited for MetaFest coming up. It is going to be so much fun. Everybody has to join us. And I am also excited because are you going to be at um, the Angel, I think it's the Angel Fest in November? I am going to be at a health and wellness expo. It's called the Frequency 432 Health and Wellness Expo. Yes, that's the one. And I think, Mary, you're going to be there too. I'm going to be there and... God willing and the angels pushing, I'm going to have my third book there, my journal. So we shall see what we shall see. And um, the, that that is the current plan. Is That's my plan. But I've learned this past week that um, it doesn't do Mary any good to start making plans and, and having all these grand ideas because... Um, the, the, I'm not in charge. I am so not in charge of my own life. Um, like I they let them and make plans, and God laughs. <laughs> yeah, yeah, pretty much. And sometimes he he laughs in a very peculiar way. But um, with that, I'm going to say, make sure you check out our sacred journey uh well this is her email our sacred journey at the universe's edge.com and you can follow karen on the universe's edge on facebook and um check us out check out be unique check out metafest and i'll see you in uh, another month we'll be back with karen thanks everybody Thanks for listening to Go With Angels with Mary Brotherton. If you want to order a copy of Go With Angels, just reach out to mary at beunique.org for details. That's B-U-N-E-K-E dot org. And be sure to tune in every Friday morning at 11 a.m. Eastern Time for more stories about angelic encounters. Follow Be Unique Radio on Blog Talk Radio so you don't miss a single episode.